Welcome, Welcome to the Lighthearted Podcast Adventure with four pastors who discuss God, His Word, and some other stuff. This is Pastors Live, a Rev FM production from Water Springs Church, Idaho Falls. Here now are Pastors Dave, Ty, Shane, and the other guy. Monday, Monday. Monday. You don't know, come on, Mamas and the Papas? That's a oh, great yeah. way to start the oh, Monday yeah. show. Sorry, I was California dreaming. Oh, look at you. Wow. <laughs> Independence Eve. Poor Shane over here. He's like, it is Independence Eve. It is. That That's is correct. Beautiful. Yeah, exciting. I love it. And here we go. You're, Welcome you're to you're Pastors a real Live. Firecracker, Gary. Wow. <laughs> the show's getting off to a bang. <laughs> oh, so nice. here we go. You sparkle my life. Hey, guys. It wow. is episode 808 of season 8. How awesome <laughs> is that? And look at it. It's July third but anyway wow. uh yeah right, you guys have big plans by the way you're listening to pastors live if you didn't know this is pastors live from uh water springs church in idaho falls idaho and uh gary austin the voice of the valley is with us today hey guys how you doing gary i'm doing well are, are yeah. you getting tired of us yet uh no not eight, yet eight seasons not yet it, it, it's coming <laughs> <laughs> Wow, no, that train is coming, no, and he's hopping right. on that. He's uh, not missing his ticket. You're easily replaced, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it above the line. That's right, above the line. <laughs> to my right, my good friend, my buddy, my compadre, Pastor James Runcorn. Good Hi, morning, James. as I stay in my lane. <laughs> okay Just, that's a shout out to, to before the mics run yes <laughs> absolutely uh to pastor james's right is pastor ty's chair oh <laughs> i was looking to my right i and was I, thrown off to the, i don't know if to I the saw. right of pastor ty's chair is uh, our good friend our son shane mccurry Hello, Dad. It's nice Shame. to see you, son. <laughs> it's nice to see you too, man. So, Shane, oh, you've been gone for a while. Well, I was gone for a week, and then you were gone for uh, yeah. a little while here. Yeah, absolutely. We right? both had very fun dates with our redheads, didn't That's we? That's right. That's right. And, and you took your redhead someplace that my redhead has always wanted to go. I got to go for our one-year anniversary to go to Glacier National Park, and it was awesome. I'll tell you what. If you enjoy hiking and exploring glacier has so many trails to hike i was overwhelmed i was like we have to come back because we got to stay a whole week next right. time just to check out all these trails because yeah, they're like only gone four days that's like barely scratching the surface yeah, yeah and we were in glacier for about two days so we did some really cool hikes got to see some cool lakes but there was so much more if you're just if you're just looking to drive through it it's still beautiful you could probably do it in two days that's what we did we just did a quick drive through the whole park did you drive your own vehicle or did you get on one of those bus things we drove our own but they do have one of those those are pretty cool huh those buses they're they're pretty neat. They have the the top cut off of them, and we went to the going to the sun road, which was oh you did do that was fantastic. Yeah, I mean that's you have to do that, right? It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But um, next time we found this cool little getaway that I'm not going to say because it's a secret. I'll let you know after Forget the air. You man, that's just wrong. <laughs> yeah, what in the world? Yeah, it's well, supposed to be bringing our listeners to a place of envy. In many glacier, <laughs> there is this kind of getaway hotel that is clear in the back of nowhere like you got to go through these little roads to get to it and it's right at the end of the park and so that 
that area of the park too has some of the best trails. Cool. And so if you stay there, you could probably explore all those trails nice. within a couple days and all that. So we're, we're glad you're back yeah. home and safe. We're glad you had a great time. You guys stayed in a yurt this we time. We did stay in a yurt and it was yeah. it was fantastic. Are they cool? It was really cool. Yes. Yeah, Pastor James, have you and Tina ever stayed in a yurt? I have stayed in a yurt at a place called Forest Home. And oh, yeah. The, yeah. Indian Village. They had yurts. That's right. I uh, forgot about that. I'm sorry, that, not Indian Village. The Forest, next one up. They the uh, Forest Home. That's cool. Yeah. They had yurts there. Those are really cool. Uh, can I just share a little bit of ignorance from my life? Well, absolutely. Of course. Well, we only have 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you... You're a wonderful man, Dave. <laughs> Yesterday I liked you. Today. You just, you just gave him a fist bump for that? Sure. Yeah. All right. All right. Dave's older so than me. Gave, Gary gave one to me through the glass. And so did Simeon. All right. Oh. So, uh, yeah, when we went up to Glacier National Park, we were going up into Canada for a little bit to oh, uh, nice. visit Tim Hortons and stuff. But we got to Gr Glacier and it was beautiful. But I, I looked around. I was like, I don't see any glaciers. I was just, yeah. <laughs> I was expecting you go to Glacier National Park and you see glaciers like just everywhere. Right. Well, yeah. it's the gateway to Alaska. So yeah. it, <laughs> I understand now, Dave, but anyway, that's just a little. But, right. But I assume you weren't disappointed by the beauty. Of course not. Right? I was just scratching You're my head. Going, Where are the glaciers? Why do they call I it I was glacier? blown away. <laughs> I was absolutely that's blown awesome, away. But did you guys go up into Canada at all? No, because, okay, so we, we left a couple things back home, and one of those things was were our passports. And we were like, no! So You need passports now to drive into Canada? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 So we left our passports at home. The one thing that we wanted to do, but wow. you don't, um, you don't need it because you are a card carrying yeah, native. That's Correct. true. So you don't need it. What's the what's the the tribal name? Amjuang First Nation. There it is. So for people who want to know what the Amjuang First Nation is, they can write to Pastors Live at the Rev .fm I love that. or James at WaterSprings.net. This feels go. like Mad Libs, but I'm giving you all the right answers. <laughs> that was great. I, <laughs> People are, that was smooth. Who are these idiots again? <laughs> yeah. We're like the Three Stooges and Shep. So, yes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. So, hey, guys, uh, today is, what? what is today? Today is, is American, American Redneck Day. Re oh, no. Really? I probably oh. should have read that before I said it. Okay. <laughs> American Redneck Day. Festivities are loudest in the South, where people are more commonly characterized as rednecks blah 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 they do the thing hey it's also air conditioning appreciation day <laughs> i Yay! appreciate that i do love air conditioning yes yeah. it is very nice did you guys have grandparents that were like we don't use the air conditioning in the car roll your window down and you're like no. pop it's like 95 degrees outside that's the window blow you'll be fine no, My, I had the opposite. I had the opposite. Mom loved the AC, so it was if you touched Wendy that window. Did, yes, but I'm talking about your grandparents. They weren't anti mm -hmm. AC people. No, but your mom is all about the AC. She's all AC and she's anti windows down. So oh, there was some clashing going see, on. I like up. Wendy more and more every time. <laughs> there were some hot summers in Whittier, California. Right. And uh, my grandparents had their own form of AC. My grandma would get a bowl of ice <laughs> in the living room and put it in front of the fan, and the fan would blow the, yes! the ice yep. air. Yes. I don't know. It, my it only, grandma did that. My grandparents did the same thing. My grandma did that. It only felt cool if you were like two inches from the bowl as it blew on you. But <laughs> exactly. Hey. And they did it in front of the AC that was in the window. Right. Uh, yeah. You had an air conditioner <laughs> in the window. Oh, yeah. We don't use a that. A swamp cooler. 
Oh, remember the swamp coolers? Swamp coolers coolers were great. If you have never heard of a swamp cooler, Google it. If you ever used a swamp cooler, tell us your best swamp cooler story. Pastors live at therev.fm. They're really great when they start smelling gamey because nobody's cleaned them. And they are swampy. And you're like, oh, that's why they call them swamp coolers. And you look at the back of them and you're like, ugh. Yeah, that was was, uh, the early days of aromatherapy. It didn't cool the house down, but the scent certainly made you feel like summer. Yeah, it's like, what's that? Essential oil, yeah, Grandma. I was just, I was just <laughs> oh, it's moss. <laughs> Glacier moss. Yeah. Oh my. Summer cool breeze. That's that's the aroma. Wow. Man. Oh, who sang "Summer Breeze"? Who was that? Was that uh... Bobby Brown? <laughs> that's his John, answer for everything. John today. Travolta. It might have been John Travolta. Sang hey, how are we doing in the in the reading of the word uh, today? You know what? Listen, we've only got uh, a few minutes left, but. <laughs> One of my favorite passages, I don't mean to hog it, I'll, I'll make it as quick as I can, and then one of you guys can talk about Psalm 3 or Jeremiah 1, but one of my favorite verses is in our reading today, and it's Acts 20, 28. And the, the, the short version is this, years ago when I first met uh, Ray Comfort, you know, Ray came from New Zealand to the United States, and he came on staff at our church in California at Calvary Chapel Bellflower, which was called Hosanna Chapel. And the first time I heard Ray, I did not like him. I did not care for him. And the reason was I came out of a denomination that was very legalistic. And now Sylvie and I came to Calvary Chapel and we're learning about the grace of God. And now here comes this little fella from Christ Church, New Zealand, who's talking about the law of God and using the law of God (laughs) in evangelism. And I'm like, oh, my goodness, I hate this. And so I really was like, Lord, I need some help here. And how do I use the law of God in evangelism? And the Lord brought a couple of guys my way that just happened. Uh, that's how I say it. The Lord's like, no, Dave, I had them prepared for you. But they came up to my door and wanted to share with me their uh, version of the gospel. And so I started talking to them about the law of God. And they said, well, yeah, we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I said, oh, that's that's good. And I go, well, are you going to heaven? Yes, we are. How do you know? By the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I said, oh, man, you guys sound like Baptists. And they said, well, we're Christians. Our, our group is Christian. And I said, and do you love the Lord Jesus Christ with all your heart and soul and mind and strength? And to which they said, no, absolutely not. And I said, oh, why not? They said, because we love the Lord our God with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I said, and, and you're getting to heaven by the blood of Jesus. Yes, but he's not God. No. And so we looked at Acts 20, 28, wherein it reads, Take heed thereto unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers. And here's the kicker right here. To feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. And I I asked the two guys that I was talking to, very nice fellas, and I said, whose blood is that? And they said, well, Jesus Christ. I said, see, we agree. That's that's Jesus's blood, right? Yeah. And I said, oh, wait, oh, wait a minute. We got to hmm. feed the church of God, which he has purchased with his own blood. I go, are you sure that's Jesus's blood? They said, well, of course. And I said, so Jesus is God? And they said, we have an appointment and turned around and walk away. And they literally walked away. And it just broke my heart because we couldn't even have the conversation. But I will tell you, it really spoke to my heart about just understanding 
uh, how the law of God works and who Jesus is. You guys, it's so important. Uh, no matter where you are, if you're and you're listening to this program right now, it is really important that you get this one right. That Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah. He is God the Son. He is the Son of God, and He's the one we worship, and and He's who we're all about here. Absolutely, and and there is no other name on earth or above earth, Acts below the 12, by yeah. by any by which any man can be saved. And so, you know, that that almost makes me think of, uh, you know, that alluding to that uh, proverb in today's reading, Proverbs twenty verse nine. Who can say I have kept my heart pure? I am clean and without sin. <laughs> well, no one can without Christ. Uh, Jesus clearly could because he lived that sinless life That's on right. our behalf to Praise pay God. the penalty in full. But then once you're in Christ, you're a new creation. And so that's one of the, the beauties of the gospel is it doesn't matter what your past looks like. It doesn't matter about the stupid things you've said or done or the atrocities you've committed. The invitation is open to be washed clean. Right. You know, th- there's no product out there that you can buy that will wash your soul clean. But there is a free gift given to you, and that's that's the blood of Jesus. And that's an amazing thing that that is freely given to all humanity. And I loved how you brought that out last Wednesday in your teaching. Uh, Pastor Ty talked about it yesterday over the weekend with in communion, that when we take communion, we're being constantly reminded that it's for everyone, man. It's the blood of Christ that was shed for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. And... You know, we're in Jeremiah as well in the scriptures. And uh, Jeremiah has been really dear to my heart throughout the years because as everybody in this studio knows, you go through highs and lows in ministry where uh, you feel like you're on top of the world and everything's going great and people are getting saved and getting plugged in. But sometimes you go through valleys where it seems like it's kind of dark and uh, sometimes you might feel alone. But um, everybody has a choice. I love what Dave was talking about with uh, his experience with these these gentlemen who who came to his door. They had a choice to walk away and say, "We have an appointment," right? right. And not everybody's going to like hearing that Jesus is God. Right. Not everybody's going to um, respond the way that we expect them to respond to that because it's good news to us. But sometimes it's uh, nails on the chalkboard to people right. who are perishing. Right? It's yeah. foolishness, as Paul would say. Uh, the gospel is foolishness to those who who are perishing. Right? And Jeremiah, I love I love God's call in Jeremiah as a yeah. youth. Um, and, and you know this, Dave that throughout Jeremiah's ministry, he preaches to a people, a nation, who are so obstinate that no one repents in in his day. Right. And to be a prophet very, that's... Very successful ministry in terms of how we measure ministry by numbers. Right. Yeah, if you looked at Jeremiah, I'm sure the missions board would be calling him back and said, dude, you're not... You're cutting, done. You're not cutting it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. But I think a, a theologically he, sound way to measure success in ministry is how submissive were you to the guiding of perfect. the Holy Spirit. Right. And that's the point. Right. That's the point, Jeremiah. Whether anybody responds or not. Right. Right. You have a duty. You have a call. And I, I remember uh, when I first learned that, man, I just... I would think throughout my ministry and my life and to what God has called me, there's sometimes where I'm like, Lord, is there any, what's the point? Like, what am I doing? And then I would remember the story of Jeremiah and then it would strengthen me. And I would remember that that's my relationship with the Lord too. And I'm not called to to care about what other people think or how they respond or, or whatever. I'm called to preach the word. I'm called to cast the seed. I'm called to stand for, for justice, for love, uh, for truth, for Jesus. And, 
If if I stand and nobody else stands with me, so be it. Right. But see, you here's know? where you can get into trouble is when you start arguing with people based on your own opinions or preferences. But when you do as Dave did and you go straight to the scripture and you're just sharing from the word of God, you're putting the onus on God. This is yeah. his truth that you're sharing. Yeah. And however people choose to respond, as you said, that's on them. Same thing with Jeremiah. He was not preaching his opinion. He was simply preaching, preaching the, the word, word of God. God. That's right. right. And I love that, you know, James, because last Wednesday after you taught, um, it was so cool. Some friends of mine uh, came down to the front of the uh, sanctuary, uh, Bradley and Haley. Yes. Great, great couple, Brad Dick and his wife, Haley Dick. And they, they came forward, and the conversation just sort of organically became this conversation that we're having right now. And you guys didn't know that, so kind of funny how the Holy Spirit brings it all, all around. But um, Brad was like just having this sort of an angst moment, right, that we both share that, man— you know, how many people can you possibly share the gospel with that will reject it? And it doesn't start to like make you wonder, Lord, am I doing it wrong? Is there a formula that right, I'm not right. using? Maybe I need to change something, you know? And, and we were, we kind of came to that conclusion of saying, no, uh, our one job, in fact, Brad was even saying that he uh, remembers when the Holy Spirit just spoke to his heart and said, Brad. I've called you to sow seed. Yeah. Somebody else will come along and pl- uh, yeah. uh, uh, water it. Yeah, and I'll get the I'll get the glory. I'll get the harvest. You know, right. but we just all we can do is sow the seed, and we're not responsible for um, how another person responds or doesn't respond because they may walk away from you. You know, they may flip you off or cuss you out, or they may just turn and go not interested. That happened to me, as you guys right. know, a couple of weeks ago. Shared the gospel with a uh, a young teenage uh, young man, and uh, gave him the full gospel. Man, gave him uh, the Romans road, gave him Acts twenty twenty eight, and I'm like, dude, like who cares that Jesus died for you? If he was just a man, if he was just a good guy, and he says, hey, I'm dying for you, you're like, well, that's about as worthwhile as Dave dying for right. you. I mean, I can. I can die for you and shed my blood. And you'd go, well, you're kind of a buffoon. That was sort of stupid because it doesn't do anything for me. But the fact that Jesus claims to be God and here in the book of Acts, we see that he is God. I go, dude, God is offering you eternal life for free. And all he requires of you is that you believe in him. You have repentance towards God, faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And I go, do you want to do that? And, well, let me think about that. So, like, two weeks later, we meet up again. And I said, so, man, you know, uh, it's been a couple of weeks. You've had some time to think about it. And he goes, yeah, I'm not feeling it. And I go, "Um, what? He goes, you know, yeah, I'm not into it. So, uh, I know it's my responsibility, and it's probably something I have to, you know, I have to take responsibility for. But, yeah, nope, not interested. Guys, I went in my office, and I wept for an hour. I just was crying out to God, going, Lord, this young man brilliant young guy, just really articulate, bright, um, just the hope of the future, you know, for our country, you know what I mean? And he's just been offered the free gift of eternal life through Jesus Christ. And he absolutely thumbed his nose at it and said, yep, nope, not interested, thanks. Yeah, but God will continue to work in in the work that you did being faithful. right? Yeah, absolutely trust in that. Well, it's Ezekiel, right? You're the watchman. And you see the danger coming, 
You tell them about it, and if they don't do anything, the people don't do anything. The blood's on whose hands? Right. Theirs, not yours. But if you if you see the danger, if you see the the thing that lies ahead, which is our spiritual eternal salvation yeah. or, or damnation, damnation yeah. right? And you don't say anything, the blood's on your hands. Right. Yeah. So, James, take us out and maybe give folks an opportunity to receive that. Oh, of course. Yeah. So just just thinking real quick on a side note, uh, as you were talking about your conversation with uh, Brad and Haley, uh, you know, there's a fine line that we walk because we're responsible to to do this with excellence. And so we find as many tools and ways to do that and engage with the culture around us as possible. But if you cross that line and make it about the engagement and the show of that, uh, there's a movie out there, I think it's called Church People, and it just becomes so whacked and out of line that you detract from the gospel and make it about the show. You make it a joke. You do, yeah. Yeah. But our our call is to be faithful. And, And listen, in that faithfulness, we do want to share with you, if you have never said yes to Jesus. Here's the whole point. You have a God who loves you, the one and only eternal God who made everything that you see. And he loves you enough to say, I want to forgive you and be in relationship with you. All you have to do is surrender. You just say, God, yes, yes. I don't know what this looks like. I don't know what that means, except I'm surrendering my life to you. Say yes to God because he loves you immensely and he knows you better than you know yourself. And he has great plans for you. Say yes to Jesus. Let us walk alongside you in that. If that's a decision you have made or want to make or have more questions about it, please let us know. Pastors Live at therev.fm. You are loved. You are family. God bless you. We'll see you next time. Pastors Live is a Rev FM production from Idaho Falls, Idaho, and is made possible by the Ministry of Greenhouse Coffee. Send your questions and comments by email to pastorslive at therev.fm. Then listen for their response on another episode of the Lighthearted Podcast.